Joey. Eh? You want a dog? Yeah, I'll take a dog. Where are you gonna get a dog? Down at the Two Cat Kitchen. It's time for us to pitch in and start another Two Cat Show. Down at the Two Cat Kitchen, we're starting on a mission to put you in the culinary know. We've got the finest recipes you ever will find. Guaranteed to show you all a mighty fine time Here at the Two Cat Kitchen Time for a new edition of the Culinary Two Cat Show The Culinary Two Cat Show Welcome to the Two Cat Kitchen The show that mixes musical mayhem with culinary calamity Dave Sienko is here to help with the mixing Hey everybody! Welcome to the kitchen. We hope you enjoy what we have in store for you tonight. Each episode of The Kitchen features brand new songs, a brand new recipe, and a special guest artist. Who's our guest artist today? Sarah Grady is with us today, lead singer for the Coconuts. And later on in the show, she's brought a couple of special guests that you'll meet. Fantastic. We'll hear from Sarah later on. But speaking of the coconuts, they're standing by in Studio B. Let's take a look and see what they're up to. Wow, not sure what that was all about. But I do know that each episode of the Two Cat Kitchen features an informative segment. Today we have Taking the Mystery Out of History with Mr. O'Malley. But now it's time for our first musical number. It's the Coconuts with Beautiful Day.
to bring in our special guests for tonight. We'd like to welcome Sarah Grady joining us tonight at the Two Cat Kitchen. Welcome, Sarah. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here. We're really glad you could be here, too, all the way from Plymouth, Mass. Mm -hmm. Well, Sarah, among other things, is a very accomplished singer and um, has been in a number of different bands, I believe. So, Sarah, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and your musical career and your other careers? <laughs> sure. So um, I started singing when I was in about second grade. Um, I had uh, my first solo singing about vegetables, uh, <laughs> so very relevant to the Two Cat Kitchen. Um, sang slightly less culinary songs as, as time went on. Been in a variety of choruses. Um, I uh, was in the Brown Ursa Miners, which was an acapella group. I was up in Providence. I'm a, I'm a coastal ecologist. Um, and so then I went to, to grad school down in Woods Hole and I really missed acapella. So I found a group um, around Boston uh, called the Random Chants. And uh, so I sang with them um, for all, actually almost 20 years. Wow. Um, sang alto two, which is the, the bass lines. Um, but my other, musical direction um, that I've taken um, has been uh, being a singer in a variety of bands that have kind of morphed in terms of their membership, including Two Cat. Mm. Two Cat, wow. Yeah, that's great. Well, that's fantastic. Um, so random chance, I'm trying to figure that one out. I know it means something. Well, there's a thing with the acapella world where it has to be a really bad pun. So oh. it's spelled C-H-A-N-T-S, oh. but then also, oh, you know, the has, phrase random chance. Yeah. scientific meeting as well, perhaps. <laughs> I'm perhaps. getting it now. <laughs> Probability, yeah. Um, but we did not sing any chants, really, of any sort, but um, yeah, so. Well, that's fantastic, wow. Um, and so we, we like to ask all our guests this question before we move on. And uh, the question is, what is your earliest musical memory or, what, or perhaps your fondest musical memory? Maybe they're the same thing. All right. Well, um, probably my earliest musical memory um, was of asking my dad um, to play Emotional Rescue by the Rolling Stones. Oh, cool. He was a huge Rolling Stones fan and I absolutely love, Emotional Rescue was my absolute favorite song. I don't know if you 
remember that one. It's kind of the disco era of mm -hmm. the Rolling Stones, and it had mm -hmm. the really like high pitched, you mm -hmm. know, the that whole thing, and then it had the part. I'll be your knight in shining armor. <laughs> and I love that. I was probably probably like like three year old, three years old or something. Oh, wow, wow. Yeah. that's fantastic. Yeah. So it wasn't necessarily a singing memory. Or no, no. A probably my yeah. earliest singing memories um, were of singing along to the Cindy Lauper "She's So Unusual" record. I could yeah. sing the entire thing from <laughs> beginning to end, and. Um, uh, we there was ever, there was a Fourth of July parade every summer, and one year I was Cindy Lauper, and um, my sister Lisa helped me, you know, dress up in like '80s clothes with like cool. I mean it was the '80s but like you know yeah. <laughs> you know with uh, her clothes and um, we had like the the hair and um, uh, I actually brought a little. Um, like a toy cassette player with me in the parade and sang along, you know, sort of sang along with it as I marched down the road. Cindy Lauper impersonated. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Exactly. I think there's a future in that. Yeah, <laughs> I think there might exactly. Be. All right, Sarah, so I hear you have four attributes. Um, four yeah. attributes. So, yes. Yeah, so <laughs> are they again? This is, I, these are not the, necessarily the ones I would pick, but okay. um, at our recent gig together, I, um, you know, went up to... <laughs> Okay. <laughs> we looking around. <laughs> um, I went to um, a. Uh, I went up to to one of you, and you had been talking to somebody else, and had told them that uh, my four attributes were that I was uh, very smart, mm -hmm. um, that I was a great singer, mm -hmm. that I love to drive, mm -hmm. which is true, yeah, very true, um, and that I'm a mom. Yeah. You're a mom. I am a mom. <laughs> well, that brings us to it's time to start thinking about making our recipe for tonight. And I think you have some special guests here. I Is do. That right? I brought my kids with me tonight. Oh, that's who these guys are. Well, introduce us to your, your special guests. All right. So I have here my daughter, Molly, and my son, Ryan. Hi. Hi, guys. How's Welcome. it going? Hi. Molly, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you've been up to lately? I'm in sixth grade. Um, my favorite subject is humanities. Nice. Awesome. And you're from Plymouth, too? Yeah. And how about you, Ryan? What are you up to these days? Hi. My name's Ryan. I'm in first grade, and, and my favorite subject is art. So what do you have for a recipe? Um, we have a sunrise surprise. Otherwise known as eggs in a basket. Okay. Oh, oh that is awesome. Toad in a hole sometimes. Can we talk Toad about it? in a hole? Right, so what, what do we need? Yeah, what do we All need? Right, uh, ingredients. Um, what, you, what you need to make a sunrise surprise is you need butter so that you can toast it. Okay, any particular pan. type of butter? Um, is this like... Just butter. Butter, butter. Not better butter? Nope. 100% no. pure butter. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Yep. Good. There you um, go. And then you need, you need white, white heart, uh, white bread. Mm -hmm. White bread. You can make it with any kind of bread. But that's nice white looking white bread. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Sounds good. And then you need. All right. White bread. So we have uh, sliced bread. Yes. It's mm -hmm. sliced bread. Um, any. 
kind of eggs. Any kind of eggs. large. Okay. Ah, the best to be large. It's not extra large. large. One extra. large. One large egg. Yeah, you use well, one, one egg to go in the center of the bread. So okay. I'm going to cut a hole in the bread. Ooh. All right. Okay, so we're, we're getting into the recipe now. This is the sunrise <laughs> surprise. How big is the hole? Um, for our listening audience. A standard-sized hole. Standard? Yeah. It's pretty standard. So that your oak can fit in the hole. So, okay, so you want to make oh. a hole in the center of the bread so that enough to hold an egg. Yes. No, Got just it. the yolk. Just the yolk. Or, or the whole egg. Yeah. It's yeah. A head. Yeah, the rest of the egg just um, kind of like, comes out and it yeah, goes around. Yeah, and it, and it like goes around. Uh, oh, good. Okay, great. Now, what do you do with the whole piece that you cut out? You save that for later? Or, or you're going to just eat it. You need it? Can you give it to your dog? Dogs eat bread? Maybe? Well, I don't know. You know, we don't have any dogs in the two cat kitchen. No, there are no <laughs> that would be bad form. It's, it's <laughs> we can give it to cat. our cat. <laughs> Molly seems to be rolling it around like clay cool. at the moment. Okay. Shall I uh, turn on the stove? Wants to eat that. Ah, preheat. Are we, now, what kind of cooking are we doing? We're doing stovetop. Stovetop. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, what, what to tools stovetop do here. we need here? Ah, you know, tools. we will need um, a spatula. Get that right here. Good. Yeah. Okay. Um, we are going to cut about a lot, a two two line. About two lines on a butter stick. Okay. Two lines of butter coming up, right? Okay. And we have a fry pan. I, I think that looks like about one line of butter. Okay. okay. One line, one of, line butter. of butter. Let's, let's, let's turn this baby on. Uh oh, stand let's back, kids. Here comes the flame. Uh oh, it's not working. Oh, okay. Yeah. Flame is not flaming. <laughs> the pile lights up. Oh, <laughs> well, you know what? Do they need more gas? No, I think the gas is Is okay. it off? Uh oh, this could put a real damp. Oh! <laughs> We have oh, flame in the front. Oh. That one's working. You know the budget cuts here there at Two Cat Kitchen. No. All right. We're on a low budget. There we go. Okay, we okay. got flame. All right, Molly is ooh, ooh, he's buttering so the pan. Buttering the pan. That's yes. nice. Okay, good. So then we can... Um, don't get too close to the pan. Don't melt it all the way because then your hand could touch it. Oh. Absolutely. So Ryan knows a lot about grease stove safety. Grease it around. Safety. Yep, yeah. get the grease okay. everywhere. We have to let this side toast. Ah, oh. we're toasting. Okay. Um, and then we'll add the egg in a sec. All right. Yep. Once both sides are toasted. Do we have to wait for it to yourself. toast? I think, I think you do. Oh. So we can talk about just random things now yeah. while it's toasting? Yeah. So yeah. Molly, have you been in a play lately? Yeah. What was the play? Um, it was all about social media. Yeah, it's really? hard, hard times on social media. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> no, no just, kidding. Um, just like teenagers using social media. Oh, okay. So it was a, a had a good message yeah. to it. It's, okay. It's teens using using social media, and then they had, and then it was, and then they usually add like a teacher, like like all like get off of your phone. Nice. All right, so Molly has flipped the bread. We're flipping the yeah. bread. So Let's flip the bread, and we're looking at. Right, so now what's happening? Um, we are gonna crack the egg. Oh dear. Uh oh, this is this seems to me so to be who the, is cracking the, egg the tricky yet? part me. to me. Right. Oh boy. Right. Who's Let's me? See. You can put the shell right on there when you're done. Ryan is cracking the egg. Good. There we go. Peeling. Oh. oh, nice. There you go. Right on there. And the yolk. 
went right into the hole. Oh, the yolk went right into the hole. Yeah, it's perfect. Perfect. Is that dope? Now, what kind of heat would you say you this is? Is this low heat or medium heat? Getting low. Uh, what, do you get? what number you got there? On an electric, we would use about a, a hmm? medium. But because this is a the soap? natural uh -huh. gas do you get stove, get it we're, we are using... South County? Lowish medium. Oak foods. Lowish medium. How do you know? Right how again. do you know when to flip it over again? Once the egg on the bottom is like strong enough that it's not like leaking. Oh, oh, yeah. It needs more time. So it looks like it's kind of turned white. The egg is turned white on the bottom. Yeah, but it still could use some more time to like fry up a little bit. Yeah, sure. Wow, that's coming along nice. So do you do you guys have like now specific serving respect. suggestions? Like once you do this, like you put on a plate with a garnish, or uh, do you add anything when it's done? Like salt and pepper. Salt and pepper is good. Okay, mm. great. Does anyone ever have one with like maple syrup or honey on it? It looks like it's almost like a. Shoot, I can. Mm, oh, oh, the flip. Flipping the flip the is tough. The All right, we got Steve tough. coming in. All right, oh. one of the cats will try to help out. Oh! Yeah. We got a flip. Look at that. It looks beautiful on that side there. I'm oh, gonna, it, it has like a good like gooey middle. Did you like it that way? Yeah. Excellent. It's really There's a lot of people like to dip, dip the egg in Let's the yolk. Let's go with this plate. Yeah. yeah. Are we ready for plating? plating? Flip it, okay, flip it Molly is plating. Oh! oh looks like that. yolk broke, baby. Here we go. Right. All right. Unbelievable. Right, let's get a photo of that finished product. There we go. Yeah, Not that bad. looks pretty good. Here, you want some doodle? Yeah, let me just go this way. Yeah, just lean it up a little like they, had, like they do on the cooking shows. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's smiling at me. How nice. Oh, excellent. Cool. Let's see how it tastes. I like that. No double dipping. So he's dipping the bread <laughs> in the yolk. Yes. Ryan is double dipping. Well, I'm telling you, there's nothing like the smell of melted butter and egg. I know, it's so good. <laughs> it's like That's the two cat kitchens smell really fine tonight. Hey, but I need egg. I haven't got any egg. Oh, that's an egg. All right, I'm going to try some. Excellent. Well, thank you guys for sharing your, what was it called again? Uh-uh-uh-uh. Oh. <laughs> Sunrise Surprise. Sunrise Surprise. Now, are there any... Additional things that you could put on the sunrise surprise? Um, you could add bacon or in the sunrise surprise. Or uh -huh. in, sure. In. Mm. <clears throat> so okay. take a piece of bacon and like and like um cut it up into like tiny pieces and then and then drop it with the egg and then cook it and then it gives you like a bacony. Yeah, bacon, bacon and. An egg, but you can also do bacon, egg, and cheese, which you can also Ooh. add cheese. Yes. So then you get bacon, egg, and cheese in, in the center of the bread. That sounds like a low-calorie option. I like that. All right. Thank you guys for the recipe tonight. That was a great sunrise surprise. Was it sunrise surprise? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Anyway, thanks for doing that, guys. And thanks for coming to the Two Cat Kitchen. Do you have anything you want to say before we go? Uh, my shout-out is to all those kids. Um who wish they could cook. Oh, that's great. Nice. How about you, Ryan? What do you say? Today, I mean. Yeah. Super. You got a shout out to anybody or any last words? My shout out to everybody is 
Thank you for watching. <laughs> it's a podcast. Well, you know, it's not. <laughs> but I know what you mean. Thank, Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Yeah, yeah, yes, there you, you go. go. There you go. That's nice. Okay, we'll be back in just one minute with another song for everybody. We're back here at Two Cats Kitchen. Sarah, you're going to join the Coconuts for a song. What are you going to do? Uh, we're going to do Overkill by uh, Men at Work, all in head.
All right, folks. Thank you very much. Sarah Grady performing Overkill. Hey, we'll be right back with the next segment of our program. We're back at the Two Cat Kitchen. What's coming up next? Next, we have Mr. John O'Malley, who's going to take the mystery out of history. Wow, that sounds pretty exciting. What does he have for us today? John's going to be talking about hair and senses. Hair and senses. All right. At the same time. Unbelievable. Shall we get started? We take the mystery, mystery out of history. special guest with us at the moment. It's uh, Mr. John O'Malley. He's going to help us take the mystery out of history. Mm. So, John, welcome to the show. (laughs) Supposedly. Welcome. Hey, uh, you you know, we we know that you uh, were a history teacher at one point in your life. And Mm -hmm. uh, what what drove you to take this strong interest in history? You know, I've been interested in history. I, I didn't call it an interest in history as a little kid. Uh, it just came sort of organically um, from my neighborhood and my experiences with my family. Uh, my mother and father eloped in 1936 Ooh, because my father was an Irish Catholic mm-hmm. and my mother was from a, a large 11 children an Orthodox Jewish family and they secretly started seeing each other. Mm-hmm. and. Apparently, my mother got pregnant before they got married, Mm -hmm. and um, they had to get married, Mm -hmm. and um, her family disowned her, so I came from this unusual background. I grew up with this odd configuration, ethnic configuration, and all that went along with it. And neither one of my parents ever drove a car. So my mother and father uh, never drove a car. So we walked everywhere. Mm -hmm. And there were eight children in my family. And we walked everywhere. And so I had to use my senses. My senses. My senses. And I've got one, two, three, four, five. Senses working overtime Trying to take this all in I've got one, two, three, four, five My senses Senses working overtime Trying to taste the difference between lemon and lime Pain and pleasure and the church bells softly chime couldn't look out a car window um, whenever we needed to go somewhere we would walk we would walk to the store we would walk to the the butcher store the grocery store the tailor store they were all in my neighborhood I grew up in the mountains did you walk to school Johnny <laughs> I did walk to school twice <laughs> yeah was it uphill yeah Both ways. <laughs> it was uh, actually Speaking about hills, 
Um, <laughs> you know, all of this went into my love of storytelling mm -hmm. and history mm -hmm. as an adult. I want to, for this sec, uh, uh, session, just talk about one thing. Okay. And it's related to ethnicity, mm -hmm. and it's related to culture, and it's related to ov the overall picture of why I love history. Mm -hmm. And it's about hair. Okay. Hair. It's about hair. The musical? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the musical, yes. Well, the musical, yeah. That, Here today, going tomorrow. Uh, yeah, the, that's a whole nother topic. Of, <laughs> Not the musical. That's a tangent on hair. <laughs> <All right. laughs> And my brothers and I had very kinky hair. Mm -hmm. It wasn't cool. It wasn't cool. Because <laughs> oh, everyone wanted to look like the Beatles. Everyone right? wanted to look yeah. like the Beatles. So I became interested in what is it the, about these British people mm -hmm. where they have straight hair? Mm -hmm. And who are they? And why do the girls go crazy over them? And I... Seventh, eighth grade, I began to develop sexually, <laughs> and mm -hmm. I was just like, I did, did not want to have kinky hair, mm -hmm. and nor did my brother Mike, right. and he really had kinky hair. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, my my, I was obsessed with straightening my hair, and I, I washed my hair. And then I comb it like a hundred times to the opposite side. Comb it, comb it, comb it, comb it. You know, endlessly, maybe a hundred or two hundred times. And then I'd part it mm -hmm. and comb it to the other side, and it was perfectly straight. Wow. It was perfectly straight. But if there was any, and that I would walk up to the Elgin drugstore on Hope Street, and, and if there was any humidity, <laughs> suddenly Shwing. the hairs would <laughs> boing, 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 boing. Yeah. And all of a sudden, my hairdo would be just, it, it, it wouldn't look good. Right. So one day... Mike went because he was the bad boy right. and he was he, he was always on my father's sort of shit list. Gotcha. And yeah. he gave my father a hot time. He wouldn't do nothing just sitting there look so good, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, he, he he wouldn't do that. He wanted to go to school, learn to read and write. Yeah, right. Sat around the house playing right. rock and roll music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. a bad boy. Yeah, <laughs> and and he was really into music. So Mike, this one night, this one afternoon, went down to Johnson's Barbershop, and he got a process done process. on his hair. He a process. process. He was processed. <laughs> he processed. Wow. So he process. came to dinner, and I remember this night vividly because it was a hot summer night, and my father was dressed in a T-shirt, and mm. he was sort of blue-collar, my mm. father. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he already didn't get along with Mike. <laughs> and Mike came in to the dinner, and he had 
perfectly straight hair. And his hair looked like like you took a skill saw and made a part mm-hmm. down the side. Precision. A precision, mm-hmm. like a 32nd or a 64th of an inch mm-hmm. part. And then he looked like he had like 50 coats of polyurethane on his hair. (laughs) (laughs) And my father just, there was total silence at the dinner table. And you knew my father was just going to flip out. Really? And he just said, what the hell happened to you? Mm -hmm. And I was just like... Uh-oh. Where did you go? <laughs> you, you look so cool. Like, you look really good. And after dinner, we went in the bathroom, and he so, uh, he showed me what he bought from Johnson's Barbershop mm-hmm. after the do. Mm-hmm. He, he bought a, a canister of Dixie Peach pomade, mm-hmm. specially made for kinky hair. Mm-hmm. Dixie peach. Dixie peach pomade, <laughs> specially made for it kinky hair. <laughs> and it was pure lie. <laughs> it was pure lie. And I put it on, you know, my yeah. hair mm-hmm. and it miraculously burned like hell. Wow. But it straightened your hair <laughs> out. Oh, yeah, sure. And, <laughs> but it burned <laughs> like hell. toxic chemical. So, you know... <laughs> All of these things contributed to my interest in in hair mm-hmm. and culture. And, you know, I began to realize, connecting all the dots, that hair had a lot to do with culture mm-hmm. and people's backgrounds and ethnicity or race mm-hmm. and social pressures on them. And I started getting in my head, this matrix of ideas, we we might want to call it history, Mm -hmm. storytelling. Mm -hmm. And it took the mystery out of history. It's like Mm -hmm. you need to be observant of everything and you need to experiment. Mm -hmm. So I was an experimenter as a kid. Anyway. Well, good. Well, that's how you get into history. So, yeah. Well, thanks, yeah. John. That was really yeah. insightful. And it, <laughs> I, I can appreciate that. Where I grew up, it was very similar, very yeah. mixed cultural neighborhood and a lot of different ethnicities and religions. Yeah. And you learn a lot from where you grow up. Yeah. No doubt about it. Yeah. 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 All of that had such an impact on me as a kid. And I noticed that a lot of kids growing up today. In, in some respects, it's good, but they're not observant. Right. They're, they're probably surrounded with too much technology and not using their senses. senses. And I've got one, two, three, four, five senses working overtime. And using their sense of smell and taste and... Um, their sense of their visual sense, looking at people, right. listening to people, listening to old people, mm-hmm. listening to people who speak a different language. Sure. Um, yeah. That's contributed to taking the mystery out of history. 
great. Yes, thank you so much, John, for joining us. And I think we're out of time. So that'll do it for this edition of the Two Cat Kitchen. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Thanks for listening to us. Hope you enjoyed the show. Special thanks to our special guests today, Molly and Ryan. See you guys. And Sarah, thank you for being our special musical guest tonight. Always glad to come here. Can't wait to come back. All right, from the Two Cat Kitchen and the Coconuts, we'll see you again next time. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. Good night.